November 6, 2021. It's Watt for Pedro Show.
Show started to show off. Naima is live at Comble La Tour, Belgium, August 1st, 1965. John Coltrane. Then we had Tweakbird with Pink Cadillac. Because of those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention, the man involved with Tweakbird, Brother Ashton Leach. Welcome aboard. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. And big uh, respect to Brother Stevie Bono for making the connect. Gotta love Stevie. He's Gotta probably love. out there surfing some waves right you now. You know it. Or, or, or he's practicing drums now, right? He's into drums. Uh, oh, well, it does like his drums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, please bring your earliest musical memory if you can, because I want to learn about your journey through music. Oh, my earliest memory, man. Um, Remember, it's a Watt for Pedro show, so there's no that. hard questions. There's no wrong answers. I <laughs> love that. Love that. Um, man, it's got to be like um, way when I was a little kid, my parents, we used to drive. I, I grew up in southern Illinois and uh, we used to drive to Zion, Illinois, which is north of Chicago. That's where my parents came from. And uh, and I remember one time my dad gave us this little tape, me and my brother, and 
It was uh, Pink Floyd on one side, Pink Floyd The Wall and Black Sabbath Paranoid on the other side of the tape. And I just listened to that for like six and a half hours straight and then proceeded to listen to it for the next, like, you know, 30 years of my life. <laughs> Paranoid's a good record, man. Good record. Good record. I mean, I found better stuff later, but it's a place to start. No, but it's wild, you know. It's, it's this hard rock thing, but it's got these jazzy trips. It's, 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 and these funny-ass lyrics. I mean, it's it's a trip. Those first four or five albums I really love by those cats. Now the, So it's in the car listening to music. Can I ask you about the pad in Southern Illinois? Was there musical instruments, Ash? Dude, we used to, there weren't at first, man. Okay. Um, we used to just cut guitars. Out, our My father was a contractor, so I would cut guitars out of wood at a very young age using a bandsaw. Damn. And pretend like I had a guitar. Okay. So they're like kind um, of the, then, uh, the shape of a guitar, right? No strings or anything. Right. Just air guitar in there. <laughs> kind of air. They're wood, but... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Navy, yeah, when man, I first I, came to I the Navy housing, I was eleven. Look, when I first came to Navy housing here, and when I was nine, we used baseball bats okay? in the garage, just turn on the record and pretend <laughs> like we were fucking playing. Yeah, so I, I can relate, Ashley. I can relate. So, uh, well, let me ask you this: Now, you you were given that tape, but what was the first music you bought with your own money? The first music I bought with my own money was Green Day's Dookie album. And the first gig you saw was David Lee Roth. Whoa, solo. So uh, at school, were you in the <laughs> <laughs> were you in the choir? I met him once outside Pink's this this hot dog thing in Hollywood, and uh, he had a, a Levi jacket on, and in the back he had some kind of iron on it said "Sack Time," and there was some naked lady. So uh, <laughs> he, didn't play. he had some guy tell him that. Uh, Minuteman did a funny version of his uh, Ain't Talking About Love, and he didn't dig that, so he didn't have much to say to me. But anyway. Oh, that's just, I know. That is funny. Yeah. They wouldn't let us put on the CD either. Yeah, open-minded gentleman from Pasadena, who started off as a cover band, by the way. How about that? You know who was really good in that band, I thought, was the bass man. He was key, especially with those high voice on the chorus. But anyway, were you in the choir or the marching band or shit like that at school? I was in the choir at church. Okay, a lot of rock and roll. But I didn't learn the church. Yeah. But, you, but no school programs. No, man, I didn't go to didn't go to public school. I was homeschooled growing up. Um, then how did the, so how, it was how just you, all about that home life and a bit. Well, you were singing at church, but how did you learn how to play a music, uh, an instrument? Well, eventually, I um, I did. I found a, an acoustic guitar at a yard sale. And I begged my mother for it, and uh, she and I it for my older brother, which created a bunch of animosity. <laughs> but um, sorry, Ma. Yeah, we just ended up teaching each other, man. Oh, really? Like how did that? And work? the internet was coming around. No, how did you teach each other? Like w one guy would find something. Hey, look at this, and then you'd find something and say, Hey, look at this. Dude, yeah, we'd sit there next to the radio. Okay. We'd just make, you know, our little tapes. And then, um, you know, we were just learning everything that could come on the mainstream radio. No, but um, it, to me, Ashton, it's a trip that... Was coming around. You know what, to me, is a trip is that two guys who don't know how to play teach each other how to play. 
That must be why we're so bad at it. <laughs> no, no. Stuff you gave me sounds great, man. It's just a trippy... You know, everybody's got their own path, right? And, uh, you know, probably skateboarding the same thing, right? You watch your buddy fall down. Maybe I don't do that move. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, okay. Oh, you're holding it that way, dude? And then later on, I look, uh, when I started playing drums myself, you know, and I'm setting them up just how I thought it would work, you know? And I remember when I got to high school and I had a friend come over and he was like, dude, you're playing the drums completely wrong. You got it set up like a left-handed person. I was like, dude, this is- Oh, you had, the, you had the stare over on the starboard side. Okay. You know where I saw yeah, that? The first exactly. guy I saw to do that was- open. First guy I saw to do that was Ian Pace, the Deep Purple drummer. Oh, and what a good drummer he was. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think the only guy in the band, right? That's original. Anyway. Uh, still to this day, he's playing? Yeah, they're still going. You know, some dudes quit like Richie Blackmore. Some dudes died like John Lord. But he's he's from the, the beginning. Man, they were loud, too. With that organ with Richie Blackmore. God damn, they're loud. Uh, but, but I'm curious. Uh, not after school, like graduation, but like in the afternoon. Do you do like the basement band, the garage band, the bedroom band? Like when that dude came oh. over to see your drum set all fucked up. Not fucked up, original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a bedroom band, man. That was absolutely a bedroom band. And did you catch two gigs? Um, it grew into... I'm sorry? Did you guys end up doing gigs or was it just practice? Yeah, we did. Uh, I think our first gig was at the public library for an after-school event. Whoa. Um, and then we started, and then we found punk, man. And then I, then I found Lost Cross in Carbondale, Illinois. Yeah. And I met cats that knew about so much stuff that I had never fucking heard of, man. And that's when it just all lit up for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Like that community of music, rockers, people that were teaching. I mean, I, yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't probably go a week without getting pulled into the back of somebody's van with a new CD or... Dude, that's when my whole life lit up. It was awesome. It's, it's hard to explain to people the importance of a movement, a scene. You know what I mean? Especially if you've been like isolated and alone and man alone and then all of a sudden whoa look you gave me this uh another tweet bird song you hit the streets let's listen
Boss from Pedro Show. Start off that chunk of music. Hit the streets. Tweak bird. Then wet cigarette out of Canada with Bet Diesel. Viz. His proj, uh, Veil. This is uh, part number four in Invader. SLWCC Watt. Blowed out. This is a collab I got with Sam Lockward out of Iowa City. Jad Fair. Yeah, these are guys who I'm playing with next this, this upcoming Friday in Denton, Texas. Unhinged Festival. Psychedelic Holiday, Jad Fair, half Japanese. Lons Dover and the Dots with Outside and Alienated, speaking of which. Sailor Poon, tired, off fuck from drug, drug Mountain. Violent Squin with Shame on Me. Bombas Prendon, they ain't going to be part of that, but they're a great band at DC area. Lemurs, Femurs. And then finally, Parlor with Time. Bob Dylan, uh, Bob Dylan, uh, Richard Hell's got a great song called "Can't Copyright a Song." So, did this this uh, bedroom <laughs> band have a <laughs> this bedroom band have a band name, Ashton? Um, yeah, man. Back then, we were called My Planet. <laughs> That's great. And so the, the that library gig was a success, huh? You didn't have to play quiet, did you? Oh. <laughs> like my quiet. We had to play horrible. We all had to forget the song. Oh you know, shit! Do covers. Yeah. Did people throw shit? No, no books were thrown. Okay, dude. okay. Came out I, I asked because I've had plenty of shit thrown at me. You wouldn't believe the shit I've been, that's been thrown at me. Used rubbers. A whole bunch of them. <laughs> So, okay, the, <laughs> the gig goers, I guess, in Vienna, Austria in 1983, it was a sign of appreciation. Or like, get off the stage and bring fucking black flag on. But then they threw shit at them, too. Remember? <laughs> 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 yeah, fucking February, too, is freezing. Oh, my God. That, that was an adventure. I should have been doing diaries back then, but I was a slow learner. So, my planet. Did, it, did you guys end up doing your own music, your own songs, go on tour? We ended up doing our own music. We ended up doing our little tours in the Midwest. We would tour to Wichita and around the Kansas City, just doing the local scene. And then as quick as we could, it was my brother and I that ended up becoming Tweetbird from that. And we moved to Los Angeles and just became a two-piece. Oh wow! Okay, so Tweetbird was we, uh, Tweetbird was actually the, your your okay. So I got the chronology right. Okay, <laughs> you nailed it. Dude. <laughs> yeah, but I was I pulled it out of my ass, Ashton. <laughs> but anyway, because <laughs> he's been around for a minute. <laughs> okay, so what made you want to move to Los? Because what, like that's a music town. Just because my brother wanted to, okay. he had. He was older than me, so sure. he must have been smarter. Okay, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> In what part? Um, I moved to East, like East LA, East Hollywood, kind of Silver Lake area when sure. I first came out. Echo Park. Some migrated Echo Park, ended up in Highland Park for quite a long time. And now I live in Topanga. Are you talking to me from Topanga? Yeah. I'm speaking. Yeah, that's why it sounds so weird. Right, right. You know, remember that band, uh, Canned Heat? 
the guy who sang, they called him the owl. Yeah. He died in that canyon in a yeah. conch sack, right? He ate too many downs. So don't do that. That's kids. what I heard. Maybe it was quay with. Yeah, well, some kind of, yeah, down. Uh, red. I, I heard it was second off, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> don't watch out eating them things, if kids. <laughs> that, that's a lesson we learned. He actually, that cat could sing, man, and, and he knew the blues. But uh, Tweakbird. Did you guys stay at two, two piece? Uh, there were times when we had added uh, a third member, either a guitar player or a saxophone player. But yeah, we stayed at two piece through and through. And uh, I think it was in 2006, I think, I sent this weird, creepy, like MySpace was existing. Yeah. You know? I called it my waste of space. Uh, oh. You were so ahead of it, I bet, dude. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> I was just a little kid. No, it's okay, Ash. And I ended up sending, I, I sent a message to this guy, Dale Crover from the Melvin. Oh, yeah, drummer man. And I'm like, dude, you're cool. And he was like, yeah, you're cool. Want to meet in a dark alley? <laughs> And I met him in the alley behind the troubadour and oh, yeah. gave him a, a CD. Okay, Doheny Street. And then Santa Monica I, Boulevard. Yeah, damn, you know it. You know why it's all wide like that? Because the red car used to go down there. We used to have a thousand miles of light rail, the biggest system in the world, and we sold it in 1960 for buses. <laughs> anyway. So he, we you all give him that gasoline. Yeah. <laughs> you give him this tape. You gave D uh, Dale, great stick master, stick man with a beat in his hand. You give him this tape, and what happens with that? Dude, he just like he totally changed my life, man. It was so cool. He was like started introducing me to all of his friends. Yeah, they took us on. Ended up taking us on tour. We had so many wonderful experiences. We went to. Um, played all tomorrow's parties in England for the oh, first yeah. time I traveled overseas you know the first Melvin's gig because they're from uh, Washington State it was opening up for the Minutemen when we were playing uh, Mountaineer Lodge in Seattle many many moons ago so just like us the way we first saw Europe was from another band Black Flag took us and so the Melvins took the tweet bird. Most happened. And the rest is the rest is just the beginning. Dude, it was so insane. Like I was just a little kid and they took right. us over there and they curated this festival. And so it's you know, Joe Lolly's playing. Oh, great um, bass man. The butthole surfers are playing. Yeah, like, Paul Leary. And I'm just also playing, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, the whole idea. Yeah, yeah, that's that's bitching. Like no velvet rope. I uh, apparently I was behind it all of a sudden. Okay. So cool. <laughs> yeah. Or well, the one didn't exist, so you didn't have to worry about it. <laughs> 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 Something like that. Remember they they, they played them at those uh, holiday camps, and you stayed in those little chalets. They called them chalets. Yeah, I did a they bunch did. of. Yeah, I did a whole bunch of those. Uh, Barry Hogan, right? All tomorrow's parties. Uh, what about recording? At that time, at that time, with the Tweetbird. 
at that time, um, we recorded with uh, Toshi. Toshi, yeah, he's yeah, he's a bunch of the Melvin. Toshi's been on the show. He's great, cat. Oh, I love Toshi. Just had a, a, a baby, right? Him and his wife. And yeah, Toshi's great. So, so you were you were you were fully into the the, the Melvin crew. I would like to admit that. Okay. <laughs> okay. If they have me. Yeah. Right. Right. Now, now, there's the arc, right? Because there's this other project, this other music, Parlor. How does Tweetbird relate to Parlor? Um, well, Parlor, I guess that's where all of the Minutemen influence comes in. You know, where we're all like, oh man, if we can make fun fast and this music with a message, you know. <laughs> but but like Tweetbird ran out of gas. Uh, well, Tweetbird was doing a lot, and uh, Tweetbird still had a lot of gas when Parlor started. Okay, so it was but like a I, parallel it, parallel universe. Yeah, and those are guys that I've been playing with since I was fifteen, and we all are drummers. And what they uh, they came out to Cali? We just decided. Okay, no. Okay, so I had a kid. Yeah. You know, my son Jasper was born. And uh, through like a little bit of tumultuous timing in my life, you know, his mother moved back to our hometown. Okay. And uh, I ended up going there for a few years off and on between tour. And so I met back up with these guys that I had known since I was a kid. And we're all drummers. So we showed up and we're like, well, we need to start a band, but we're all drummers. <laughs> so we started passing instruments around trying to see who could actually do anything with anything and uh you mean besides drums must like, one of the you mean the drummer yeah, guys are trying like, out okay. things that ain't drums right it, exactly how okay. uh, can you can you play bass line can you play guitar line right can you do a tweedly right right and, and how what was the result bliss okay <laughs> i mean that no, I, look. That might have been the first time that, that. It might have been the first time that there was no rules in the band. Okay. For me. But I got to tell you, Ashley. Where it I was got, just. I got a secret belief. Me. I got a secret belief. If you can play drums, you can play any instrument because it's all about rhythm, especially rock and roll. Look, we're at the end of the first hour, November 6, 2021, edition Watt Pedro Show special. Guest Ashton Leach. Hold tight for our two. November 6, 2021. It's the second hour. What for Pedro's show?
Off from Pedro Show, start off the second hour. Parlor with Rise and the Fifth Symphony Invocation and Trigger the Eruption of the Yellowstone Caldera. Fourth Movement Liquid from the Sentimental Fence Post over Kusatra. That's a fucking pun on orchestra, but it's hard for me to fucking say. Sorry. Mold Omen with Item 5 Modified. Brand new Mold Omen, people out of Baltimore. Vision Through from the Only Now Project featuring Kamalaji Awa Ahuwali. Walia. Ahuwalia. Fuck. Sorry again. Destroying the language. And finally, Dump, Dumb Trip Parlor. Okay, so you guys are putting together parlor. You guys, somebody had to stay on drums, right? Oh, yeah. Then uh, Brett Haley stayed on drums, man, because he was the best at it. Okay. And then what'd you do? Did you uh, start playing gigs or did you make these recordings here? We started playing gigs, man. And it was it was so fun because uh, nobody expected it. It was fresh. And we just played and played and played and played until somebody made us record something. <laughs> okay. Uh, why, why made? Because you guys didn't want to? You, you like the idea of the jam? Just being out there? Yeah, I think all of us had already, you know, you can only like press your own record so many times until you have a full closet. <laughs> So none of us felt really you know, like, like stocking up the closet. Really <laughs> <laughs> if you're not selling them, why are you making them? Well, let me ask you this about Parlor. Everybody being drummers, how, how was the composition? How'd that happen? From just free for alls, or did somebody make demos? Or God, I'm man. just curious. We, yeah, Brett Haley, definitely. We jammed and jammed and jammed. Uh, Brett Haley had this real cool little um, field recorder. And he'd come up to you like three or four days later. I might have forgotten I was even there jamming. And he'd be like, dude, we really nailed it right here. And I'd hear some lick and some riff. And I'd be like, all right, yeah, that's a song. <laughs> and then we'd start making up songs off it, you know? Okay, what about the words? The words came easy for that one, man. It, it, it always felt like we had a purpose with what we were trying to say. Um, but like, who, we're all coming up. Or, yeah, how how was it developed? Was what was the wordmeister? Did you guys all contribute? We probably all contributed. It'd be hard for me to say that I was the wordmeister, but I probably wrote more of them down than other people did. Well, maybe you were the rudder man on the word boat. <laughs> I liked the cut of my jib the best. In <laughs> Pedro, yeah. What's what's the favorite pickup line in a bar in Pedro here? Nice tooth. Okay, you gave me his tooth. <laughs> Let go. There was a good plug song called Let Go.
time in Pedro. Okay. Let's go started that chunk of music. This is Ashton the Terrible. So we'll get to that. This is not about friendship from Jerome Brayerton and Damon Smith duo. The March of the Tire Waving Curamen, James Twig Harper and Rubber O. Cement, the Thea's with Vapor, Teeth Dresh, End Time Relay, and she was Ashton the Terrible. Now Ashton the Terrible, I'm guessing here, but it sounds like you have a definite connection with this project. Definitely. I don't even know what it is, man. I just stopped doing music for so long and like uh, got really bored with life and thought that I should start doing something again. And this is like a little bit weird. It's not rock, it's not punk, it's not heavy, it's not, it doesn't have any of those things that I've always depended on in music. But I think it's still pretty good, and I had a bunch of my best buds in Tucson come play on it, and those guys can play, man. Like, they're doing one take, they already know the song, it's like, so cool. <laughs> so... This, it was just a side project to get back into music, but you didn't want to do it the same old, same old way. So you wanted to try a new way. 
And, and did you go to Arizona or, or did they like flow you tracks over the internet? I went to Arizona. Okay. Yeah, I went there just to record it all by myself with my one buddy who, um, my buddy Ben Schneider, and he was going to just engineer it and, you know, kind of produce it. Um, but then all of a sudden, all these cats were coming in, guys I had met along the way, but amazing players. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, I wouldn't mind a little keys or pedal steel. And then all of a sudden, it sounded like an orchestra to me, dude. I, just, I was like, damn, dude, these guys are so good making my songs sound like actual songs. It was awesome. Well, you came to town with what? Well, like little demos, little things that you yeah, made back in demos. Illinois? Yeah. Some stuff I hadn't even recorded yet, a bunch of it, you know? Okay. Just kind of you just had the ideas up in spit, the head? Spitballing. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, accidental. Well, with, with your buddy Ben, with the, his, your... You said there were people you met on the way, like touring and stuff? Yeah, Tucson's got to be one of those spots, man, for me. Right. It's one of those places on tour that I could have stayed forever. I ended up meeting my whole family there again, you know? It was so cool. Wow. And to this day, I think Tucson is a beautiful place, and there's so many nice people there that, you know, sometimes all I need is a hot shower and like a cup of beans, and like that could just make me the happiest person ever. Especially if you had a joint afterwards, you know, I'd be like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" So mota, you know, we got legal here now. In fact, the, oh, the whole West Side. But that's uh, why it's not cool in California anymore. <laughs> okay. Actually, I can't believe it happened. Man, people were so uptight in the old days. Let me believe you. Or believe me, you, me, or whatever the fuck. I'm glad they're more loose about this now. So, the name Ashton the Terrible. Did you come up with that before the Proj? Is that kind of like the guiding light of the, what you're trying to manifest? Oh, man, that's a good question. I think it just comes from an um, eternity of self-loathing. Whoa, okay. I don't I don't know if I Put on that hair shirt. What 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 about with your brother? Do you still uh make music with him? Man, sometimes I do. He's making really beautiful music. I'm making really beautiful music and we still both love each other so much, but Yeah. Yeah, we're not doing that right now. Yeah, so he he's not on the Aston the terrible stuff. Okay. Those are those were all Tucson people, Tucson. What, 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 yeah, what, the Tucson boys. Yeah, and, and uh, what studio did you use? There's there's some really good studios there. The one that Howie Gelb uses, I recorded it with uh, Tab Falco. It's near the con uh, what's it called? Club Congress, that hotel. Hotel Congress. Hotel I think, Congress. Yeah. yeah, Club Congress. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, if you go just down the street from there, there's a weird abandoned office space. Yeah. And that's the studio we use. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I can't remember the name of this one. It was about six years ago. But uh, I think Mr. Dillinger spent a night in that, that tell. There's some kind of story, some rumor about that. God, it's changed so much oh, over the years. Cool my, my, my old Arizona friends are in... Uh, uh, Tempe Phoenix, uh, the, the meat puppet guys. 
but I, I, I'm with you. Uh, oh. Tucson's actually the older town, and it's kind of a school town now, but there's, there's a neat thing about it. I guess Tempe's a real college town, but, but um, and Flagstaff is too, I guess, a little bit. But T Tucson really is. And what is that, 4th Street? It's got a whole neat kind of thing. Oh. Yeah. Dude, you wouldn't believe it now. It's insane on 4th. Is it? Is it? Okay. Um, no more Dairy Queen. No more Dairy. <laughs> With the gentrify. Uh, yeah, okay. We're at the end of the second hour, November 6th. 2021 dish what Peter's special guest Astor Leach hold tight for our three November 6 2021 it's third hour of the what for Pedro's
from Pedro Show. Start off third hour. Ashton the Terrible. Up from a dream. And Mike Adams at his honest weight. I'm not worried. Name's New York. Face change. I hate that band name, but they got some cute songs. Scott Rolex featuring Don Zilla. Afro Samurai. Brother Shige in uh, Uganda doing a collab. Naja. Berlin with Lyric. Black Egg Synth Mix. Michael Zerang, Pepper Gas 2020, some live stuff. And then Ashton Terrible, Marijuana. So you got a song to mote, though. I do devote it, man. <laughs> Love this stuff. Yeah, I've been smoking since I was 12 and I ain't hooked yet. <laughs> I'll be 64 next month. <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, but it is happening. And uh, like when you're writing, when you were writing these Ashton the Terrible songs, like you said, it was your way of getting back into music. So you don't keep a little lyric book around or voice memos on your leash. How do you compose? Oh, I definitely. Yeah, I do. The voice memo thing. Okay, Man, the okay. iPhone really changed my life. But a lot of it I keep in my head, man. I think I like to just play. And if I can't remember it all the time, then I won't be able to remember it all the time. Yeah, the motor helps with You know, that. that's like a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I can't fucking play on it, because I can't remember shit. <laughs> but when it's time to cock, man, it's really happening. Because it makes me relax, finally. So... Like a song like Marijuana. I remember, what were they, Hawkwind? They had a song called Sativa or something. And, that, and the guy just starts hollering, hashish, that. hashish, hashish. Yeah, it was like a whole side of a record. <laughs> it was great. Or the song we played at the beginning of the hour, Up From a Dream. Tell me about that one. How'd you come up with that, baby? Oh, up from a dream. Maybe because uh, that might be a really good question to me because I think it's like uh, the dream that I had as a child of like music and how this is all a whole thing that I need to be a part of. And then maybe I gained some success with Tweakbird or something. And I, I was like, oh, this is like actually how it works. And then I realized like, man, I don't know. If it really works, I don't know. You have so much experience in, in your life, and I, I don't know, even know how I could like tell you what my experience in my life is because yours is probably so grand. But no, up from on, a dream, <laughs> like if you have the best dream that's ever happening, like in, and you do get pulled to Europe by some band that yeah. you know, and then you're just there, and then you wake up back at home and you're like, damn. I kind of want to go back. Yeah, right. But then, yeah, reality gets in the way. Inconvenient truths. Yeah. So that's when we got to. But then up. you tour for seven years, and yeah. You, you seven. Yeah, you just tour, and it's not that easy. No. <laughs> if you call tour more. <laughs> if you call tour more than a month, I've done sixty-seven of them. Only sixty-seven more. Golly. <laughs> Look, 
Here's a great song. I love this. This one's called Kindness.
Show last music for this edition. Kindness from Ashton the Terrible started off the chart. Then Tevik Fridolov with Portal of Zin, number two. Then Mochak Doma with Udal, Udalil Tvoy Nomer. I think I'm destroying the Ukrainian language there. Overall, tied to the tracks, Glasgow. And then finally, Ashton the Terrible. For so long. Which I thought was appropriate, right? The goodbye song put it last. But then I was thinking, well, maybe it ain't a goodbye. Maybe you were just like measuring something. You know, so long. <laughs> so long. So long to your troubled mind, man. You know the band X? That song was just for me. Was yeah, it? hell fucking yeah. You know the guitar man, Billy Zoom, he's Southern Illinois. I did not know that. That's why I wanted John. I thought show. they were L.A., L.A., L.A. Yeah, the only guy who's really from L.A. is the drummer man, the last guy they got in the band, Don Bonebreak. The other ones, I think John Doe was Balmore, Exine, Florida, and uh, Billy Zoom, Southern Illinois. Now, he had come way before punk, even. He was playing in rockabilly bands and stuff. He's quite a musician. He lives in Orange County now. That's why I was thinking. My mom, for a little bit... Would you consider Peoria, Southern Illinois? I would for you. Okay, because my mom, she grew up in a coal town in Wyoming, but when they ran out of coal, she had to move to Peoria. And she told me they built Caterpillar bulldozers there. They sure do. My sister lived there for a long time. Okay, Peoria River, 200 miles. I, I remember visiting my grandparents once. Humid summers, man. Oh, people you think come to Carbondale, man. You'll get it. You'll feel what humid is. Yeah, well, some people think humidity is north and south. It's east and west, man. East of the Rockies, it's sweat pit in summertime. <laughs> so what? No doubt. That's why I love California so yeah, much. Yeah, you know that's. I had to give a little tour of a dude from Germany. Why you? So why you stay in San Pedro? <laughs> you know, say hey, it's like this on New Year's. It's like this on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> totally spoiled. It's also like this yeah. in June. <laughs> yeah. Totally spoiled. I mean, you know, it's right. It's so fucking calm, especially Pedro here in the harbor. Uh, what about musically? Your next plans, Ashton? Um, I kind of wanted to get just get back into heavy stuff, but uh, I'm still actually technically only about to release this Ashton the Terrible album. So I got to focus on that, but I just think people haven't heard shit that slaps in a couple minutes, and yeah. they should just hear, like, dude, just, like, they should hear somebody not caring as much. I think everybody cares so much right now, and just yeah. the idea of getting out there and yeah. wamping and heeing and hawing and 
Wow, just having the best time, dude. That's a good thing. But you're saying like this prize. Well, how long ago did you get it finished? Dude, I finished it almost over a year ago. I finished it in November of. Uh, yeah, but the situation. 19, I guess. Yeah, yeah you know, so course. I've been sitting on it a little bit. But musically, your mind, you move beyond that. You want to get back into the rocking. So what? Yeah, just the idea, dude. I want to play a bass guitar and maybe get my old custom amp out, and maybe I could find a little bass guitar preamp. Well, you said you played everything, right? So you finally, you eventually got to bass. Yeah. Well, I might have skipped that step earlier, but that's what I when we were talking about my planet, the library. Yeah. That's what I was playing there. Oh, you were okay. And okay. Uh, yeah. Because I got a special interest I'm kind basis. of in that machine. <laughs> yeah, you know somebody that played? Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Look, look, can I ask your opinion? Would you call it a four-string guitar, or would you rather call it a four-string drum set? <laughs> I just call it slapping the bass, okay. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I think it, I know it looks like a guitar and shit, but it really don't, it plays more like a drum, man. Oh, dude, it does. You can find the rhythms in that thing for sure. I love it. Right, right. And a lot of times, yeah, the intervals. Who's don't your even favorite? Matter. Can I ask you yeah. questions? Yeah, bring. What what bit, what guitar player or what um, four string drum set player do you like? Big influence on me was Jack Bruce. He was like, whoa! I mean, he was the guy in Cream a couple of years ago. He's gone now. And then uh, I learned some stuff off Al Cooper and uh, Blue Oyster Cult's bass players. A lot of it I learned off uh, Geezer Butler, man. I learned tons off of him. Wow. Because I could hear him on the records. You know, D. Boone, when I met him, he only knew Creedence. I couldn't tell what that dude was doing. That's why I got into flannels. I thought if I wore the singer's shirts, he'd still like me. <laughs> 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 I didn't fucking know anything. You know, his mama put me on bass. We were 12, shit. <laughs> and Arena Rock, too. I wasn't close enough to see that a bass actually had fucking bigger strings. But then I've learned to like all kinds of bass players, man. Kim Gordon, the, the lady in uh, Sonic Youth, I learned a lot from it. Kay from, uh, did some time in Black Flag. I, I learned off all kinds of people. The cat in a pop group, both of them. Uh, Wire, right? Uh, Graham Lewis. Oh, that. Right, right. Minuteman. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of this stuff, you know, not not man alone. I, I, uh, in the classroom of a lot of dudes' bass lecture halls, four-string drum set lecture halls. And I'm trying to soak it up like a sponge. Anyway, I can't wait. When you get this new rocking thing happening... I'm so glad I got to play the Ash and the Terrible stuff, but I want to hear this new stuff. So when you get, will you come back on, please? Absolutely, man. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. Big love, Ash. Truly. People, it's been November 6, 2021. This Wap Pedo Show. Keep your power dry.